Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Life is a... What am I talking about? <laughs> welcome to Life is But Adrian, the podcast. I am your host, Adrian, and today we're going to get straight into it with the insufferable take. My insufferable take is that you do not need therapy. Life is your therapist. <sighs> you know, I've thought this for a really long time. I've just seen the way that therapy has just become this buzzword, therapy, trauma, gaslit, um, narcissist. And while each of those things are valid, I just feel like it's to a point where like it's too much now. Not just because you don't like someone does not mean they're a narcissist. Like there are some narcissists out there, but the water is getting the water. The word is getting watered down because people use it so flipping often. Um, I just think therapy becomes a crutch. Like I've known people who have been in therapy for years and the only thing that comes out of their mouth is like when they encounter a problem, oh, I can't wait to tell my therapist or such and such. It's like what happened to you confronting your issues or confronting the person? And of course, therapy is valid for when you go through something traumatic and people need to give you different ways of thinking. But let's be honest, that's not, that's not always why people are there and i think to compound that further is that the people who are in the true adversities like lose like mass loss of family or something like that they actually don't have the access to therapy so it's like the people who have the access to be in therapy for three years and um you know afford it not even getting a concession rate and stuff like that a lot of the issues that you're going there for I think you could deal with them on your own with like consistent effort and just finding different devices and like different ways of dealing with stuff. I think therapy is useful, but you can see when it's becoming a crutch to people. And I think like the just continuous going to therapy for like years on end, I really, I don't really agree with it. I don't really see how that's necessary because it's like, if for you to have a normal sort of state of mind or to thrive you have to have someone who you meet with like once a week let's say your therapist died what happens to you then you're like you're over so it's kind of like i think what would be useful is to use it as like a springboard into new ways of thinking so you can take it outside of the session and actually learn how to implement it into your own life without being fully reliant on another human being to confirm your thoughts or talk things through that you have to come up with your own defense mechanisms i think it's also it can easily become unethical like i even watched this video about the better help scandal first of all whenever i see like something that is supposed to be like holistic or help it like actually help humans whenever i see it becoming like extremely commercialized and extremely widespread i'm i always retract so when i started to see better help being like um pushed I was like, eh, there's a ploy because you know, when it comes to capitalism, like the goal is money. It's not about the integrity and the people. So when you see better help everywhere, you'll, you'll think, oh, like everyone's getting therapy. Everyone's getting help. It's like, no, like these people are using it to, um, you know, make money. So if you don't know, better help is like an online platform for therapy or something. And a lot of YouTubers will like get sponsored by it and promote it in their videos, especially people within like the self-help space. I was watching a YouTube video and the woman was talking about how people were reporting their um their issues with better help like their therapists were just promoting their books to them they weren't helping them they were being insensitive basically they weren't even trained professionals i don't know where they got these people from but 
do you see what happens as things start to expand and it just moves away from the integrity anytime you see something promoted or commercialized just fucking run like no i would never go to better help even if i were to get a therapist i would never be going to better help like the fact you can have the access to your therapist on your phone and like text them that already put me off it already put me off so yeah that's 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 uh that's my insufferable take this week um is that we don't need therapy we need accountability and we need other defense mechanisms but this actually ties into the main point of today's video which is um what is it <laughs> let's talk about my therapy my therapy experiences because i have been to therapy before so um the first time i went to any sort of therapy or counseling was in university i went i i had like a sexual assault situation and um yeah, I, the university gave me um, counseling and it was quite limited though. It was like six sessions, which is quite shit. But I actually really liked the six sessions. Like I went to this um, woman in Kent. I can't, actually, I just remembered her name. And she was like a really cuddly white woman. And I don't know, it's something about women who are like big, who you can like hug that is like, is really comforting. So she was a really nice counselor. And um, I actually found those sessions really helpful, even though they were limited. I felt like she prompted me to think in different ways without making it, um, like she was telling me what to do. Like, I felt like she was holding me accountable or just suggesting things because things that she said to me back then, I think about all the time. Like when I was in uni, I had this really closed off mindset when it came to like my group of friends and um, I just was really insular and I was like, I remember telling her like, you know, like I hang out with my cousins, I hang out with my friends and that's it. And I don't want to talk to anyone else, which was obviously a defense mechanism because you've been hurt by people in the past or whatever. I don't even know. Um, and then she said to me, she was like, well, do you really think that's sustainable? And I was like, yeah. And at the time I was thinking like, oh, like what, who does she think she is? I'm sorry, that year, all of my relationships broke down. Literally that year, the whole like friendship group I had or whatever, it literally crumbled. And all I could think about was her. I was like, she literally said this was going to happen, you know? Yeah, so um, I felt like she was a really good listener, but she also gave good advice without being patronizing. And she just gave me food for thought and thoughts that have been lasting in my head until this day. I think back, back to that all the time. Um, so those sessions ended. I remember when I uh, left university, I got another therapist um but she was like i'm not gonna lie she was shit like she like she was so shit like i used to go to where she did the therapy sessions in her house and you know i would tell her all my issues blah 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 and when i was describing like all the mayhem that was going on in my house i think this was either right before the pandemic or during the pandemic i can't really remember because to be honest i when it comes to the pandemic i did like a mental block there's a lot of shit i can't remember because it was a really difficult time i actually don't really know how i got through the pandemic but anyway Actually, I do um, um, alcohol. Anyway, I'm partying. <laughs> anyway, so I used to go to her house for the sessions and I used to tell her like all my problems. And like when I had finished telling her, she would look at me and she was like, wow, like that really is bad. And then I'd be like, what the fuck? Like you're supposed to help me and you can't even help me. So that was short lived. And I stopped going to her. And after that, I never really sought to um, seek therapy again because I just thought to myself, during these times while 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 I was going to therapy I was also building up my only my own daily practices that were like keeping me afloat such as journaling meditating reading um and like health practices 
And those things were the things that have just been constant in my life now. And I've never had a therapist since. And I kind of realized that like all these like external fixes were never really going to work. I just needed to be consistent in my practices and I needed to um, be accountable. And there's so many other things that you can do aside from seeking therapy. A lot of people are like, oh, I wish I had therapy. I wish I had the money for it. And it's kind of like, there's things that you can do for free to help you. So I'm going to share that with you guys today. And do not tell me it doesn't work unless you try it for flipping 30 days straight and in earnest. Because a lot of people will be like, oh, well, this doesn't work and that doesn't work. You haven't tried it for 30 days. So shut up. But um, yeah, for me, journaling. And even if you don't like to write, you need an outlet to just talk out how you are feeling um, you can even use voice notes. You could even make videos and just not post them, but you need somewhere where you just word vomit. And I think it's best to not always be another person because you don't always want other people's input. I have journals back from when I was like 10 years old, nine years old. I've always liked writing. I've always wanted to be an author since I was younger. And I, I should probably re-pursue that, you know, I've always wanted to be an author. Um, I like writing. So I literally write every single day, just what's on my mind, whether I think it's petty, weird, like repetitive. And it's really nice to have that log where you can go back and be like, oh my God, I've been talking about so-and-so for pages and pages. Oh my God, I've been doing this for so-and-so. So it's, it, it gives you somewhere to dump all your thoughts um, when you don't want to necessarily talk about it to other people. And it gives you like a reference point. What was happening this year? Is this an ongoing cycle? Yes, it is a cycle. I've been able to identify so many cycles in my life by literally just having a journal. And if you did that even in voice notes or video format, just do something. You need some way to get out how you're feeling without always telling to other people who are trying to solve your problem. Sometimes you do want to vent, but sometimes you get sick of yourself venting when you see it written on the page over and over again, the same person's names popping up, popping up, popping up, cut them the fuck off, okay? Hmm, reading. So I'm not really a fiction girly. That's not how I get my entertainment. If I want entertainment in like a fictional sense or like escapism sense, I will watch like, I really like um, black reality TV, like Real Housewives of Atlanta or um, I like the challenge, like game shows. That's my escapism. But when I read books, it's always nonfiction. It's always going to help me in some format. Um, yeah, I just read a lot of spiritual books and I've been learning to reread them instead of buying more ones because I, I remember I watched a video that said like, you know, most books are saying the same thing, especially in the self-help world. So I've just decided I'm not buying any more books and I really like the books that are older because they weren't trying to sell you something. Um, I, I've just finished rereading Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And every time, like this is the second time I've reread it and it's like, you deepen your understanding. I'm going to read another book by Abraham Hicks, but essentially I'm not buying another book on my bookcase. I'm going to keep reading these books. And some people might be like, oh, like this is boring. But think about how many times you listen to that song that you like. And think about how that's pro programmed into your head. I want to do the same things with the teachings and the spiritual practices. And it has been working for me actually. So yeah. Um, also, I don't see social media as an issue. I just learn how to train my algorithm to feed me stuff that's going to help me. Um, there's this thing on TikTok that I really like, and it's called the three the free therapy list. And it's where this person like they um, they play clips of like I guess nuggets of information that people are sharing online, and they just compile it into a long list on their TikTok. And I like that. I'd rather spend my time watching free therapy than paying for therapy um and relying on it because i think it's just so much better to build up those mechanisms and those like 
uh, yeah, those helpful mechanisms rather than just always resorting to spending 60 pounds an hour for someone who's going to, you know, just, oh, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Um, I can never stop screaming the praises of meditation. Um, I've been doing it for years now, but like recently I've changed the type of meditation I'm doing. The meditation I used to do before was just to clear my mind or just to get used to sitting with myself so like for 10 minutes and now i do like 40 minute minute meditations with intentions behind it like if you know about the work of dr joe dispenser like he is a genius and he talks about how our thoughts are chemicals and then he talks about basically the science behind manifestation and the science behind the way that our lives are and the way that we perpetuate it and so he takes quite a scientific approach to something that people see as quite spiritual so he says that all of our energy is stored in the lower three chakras, which is like the survival chakras. And he has this practice where you squeeze your abdominal and you squeeze your perineum. It's basically the um, muscles that you would use, the Kegel muscles, basically, the muscles you use for sex or excretion or whatever he says. Um, you squeeze that and like it flows like a spinal fluid, a fluid up your spine that's supposed to connect to the top of your head. I know it sounds so crazy, but if you read the book, you know what I'm talking about. But those are the kind of meditations I'm doing now where like I'm doing that for 40 minutes or he doesn't even encourage you to visualize. He encourages you to become consciousness. Guys, it's really difficult to explain. But if you know about Dr. Joe Dispenza, that's what I'm talking about. So those are the kind of meditations I'm doing. It actually is more work than just sitting there and thinking about my problems. These, these meditations are about conjuring and removing the energy up my body. And that's where I've gotten to now. But even if you started with just sitting down for five minutes. That's where you need to begin. I did that years ago. So I've moved on now and I'm challenging myself to do more quote unquote difficult um, meditations. But he said the definition of meditation is to become familiar with. So even if you just sit down in silence for five minutes, you are becoming familiar with yourself. You're becoming familiar with what's in your brain. You're becoming familiar with the things that you're trying to hide. So do some sort of meditative practice and do it consistently. I'm going to keep drumming and uh, driving home. You need to do these things consistently. I see a lot of things on TikTok about manifestation. And to me, I've, my whole perspective on manifestation has really changed. Manifestation is literally consistent effort and a clear vision. That's all it is. These people telling you to whisper five, day, uh, five uh, signals, five words into a cup to bring back your ex-lover you don't need to do that. You need to be consistent and have a clear intention. And also, yeah, I'm getting onto a whole different topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my practice allow me to analyze my behavior and it allows me to identify patterns and it allowed me to truly find my purpose beyond a job. Obviously, I feel like my purpose is a really big umbrella term and jobs can fit underneath it. But I feel like it's really important for me to have a purpose and know what I'm communi- um, contributing to the collective. So some of the things that I do might not make sense to other people, but it makes sense to me. And that's all that really matters. Like, yes, the things that I'm passionate about have changed before. It was like, oh, I'm passionate about writing. or I'm passionate about modeling. And no, you're not like those are channels with which you express your passion through. But my true passion is community and um, integrity. Like those are two big things for me. It's about building community, genuine community integrity and um safety as well which has been another theme for me because i think in most recent times in my life i've just been shown how unprotected i feel just just due to my family circumstances and 
just how I feel about my place in the world. So it is a passion for me to have that feeling of security and that feeling of community and that feeling of um, integrity. And integrity, I think, just means doing what you believe to be right, regardless of the circumstances. So those are things that I work on and I'm passionate with. And those things are the umbrella term for my entire life and everything else I do, including my job, my friends, my relationships, whatever, will come underneath those things. Last but not least, try new things. I feel like expanding your mind is therapy itself. Um, as when you like the the momentum is motivation, and the more you do things, the more you have a different perspective and you have a different outlook on things. And it's just, I think it just helps, honestly. Well, that was an awful lot of waffling, but um, we're on the final segment of the podcast, which is my unsolicited advice. Um, this is to myself and you know the word trauma gets thrown around a lot but i'd like to suggest that we all ask ourselves what purpose does the trauma that we continue to replay in our heads how does it serve us you know and this may be like kind of weird like why would trauma serve us but especially if these things were quite far in the past they are definitely not invalid and i'm not here to invalidate people because there's definitely things from my far past that still um affect me to this day but then you have to start asking yourself, when you continue to rerun this narrative in your head and cling to it like it's an identity, how is it serving you? For example, if um, you had a negative, well, I have a negative or I didn't have the best relationship with my dad because I just wasn't seen, didn't feel supported. If I continue to run that narrative in my life, I have to ask myself, why am I doing this? And I could say like, it makes me feel safe. I'm able to predict the outcomes. Um, I have someone to blame. It stops me from having to take accountability and think of ways that I can better my own situation. So it's not always easy. And it takes a lot of self-awareness because I think people would rather blame others. But you see me, I'm not in the business of blaming. I can't be bothered anymore. I just want my life to get better. So I'm really, my life is not horrible. I just want it to be like amazing. So I'm willing to hold myself accountable for those things and be like, when you keep identifying by these things of like daddy issues and blah, 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 blah. Like, how is it serving you? And do you still want this to be your narrative? And do you want this to, you know, perpetuate? Like, pick a new narrative. And don't be afraid to completely dispel and leave that behind. There's a there's a point where you're working through things, but there's also a point where you're just holding on to things. So you need to let it go. And this is a read to myself. So yes, um, that was... What am I talking about? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me today. I think I haven't eaten, that's why. Anyway, that was Life is But a Dream. Adrian, I can't even pronounce my own name properly. Thank you for watching, guys. And I will see you next week. Bye.